Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is October 17th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm doing great. You know, Thursday night football was was rough, but uh but my Illini picked me up on Saturday. We are uh we're number 18 in, in the in the rankings. We go we're going into bye week. I mean, we're gonna be top 15 the next time we play. That's not bad. Pretty good. I mean, this was a an epic sports weekend. I got to be honest. I don't know if Illinois, Minnesota was like front page of that, but this was a great, great sports weekend. Whether you are... It's not even over yet. Fa- We're still waiting for Sunday night. Yeah, that is a great Sunday night game between Eagles and Cowboys. Like a good yeah. matchup. We're recording here about 5 o'clock Eastern on uh, Sunday. Bill's Chiefs going on right now. We had the college football. It was just like Tennessee... Kansas State, uh, or I'm sorry, TCU versus Oklahoma State. Just great college from uh, USC late. You had the Padres beating the Dodgers, the Phillies, my Guardians. Like just so, uh, Jetta. How about your Guardians? You got the scene about- in Jetta that rivaled them all with fans storming the green well, to surround Zozo. Brooks. You know? Zo- <laughs> every- everything was ending and I turned Zozo on and I was like, I was going to watch it. I was going to watch it and I had, I had an early flight this morning. We had our event down at Prairie Dunes. So we're recording from Hutchinson, Kansas, but uh, the uh, I was going to watch the Zozo to conclusion, but but I'll tell you what, Keegan and, and Ricky kind of put me to sleep. Yeah, I mean that that that's the hallmark of that's Keegan and Ricky. That's the fifteen <laughs> years we've known them. That's like, <laughs> how can I shoot like sixty eight or maybe you know sixty seven? Like, I don't know. There's just nothing about those guys' games jumps off the page it makes it super like does that not mean they're bad no like keegan's an amazing he's legit he takes so much shit for the the you know the pace of play and sort of the start stop and you know he's got the mass hole stuff going on some boston backlash for him um but he's like he's just he's a real pro he's not some 4a guy he's been a real pro for more than a decade i know it'd been a few years since he won but yeah if you're going to talk about something that's going to keep you up. I guess the Ricky storyline was interesting, but that's what Ricky does when things get interesting. He just puts it in, puts it in neutral or, or goes not in a mile over the speed limit, just kind of goes 25 down the middle lane all day. That's what happens with Ricky. But um, I mean, it would have been great if he won. Keegan is a certified ball striker. Yeah. You know, like God. all time, all timer of 10 a plus years. Yeah, like, and and the thing about those guys, it's kind of like Lucas Glover, um, you know, Chad Campbell is in this vein, like guys that really, really st- uh, struggle with the flat stick, but can, you know, you don't go anywhere. Like, it's impossible to, like, Chad lose your Campbell. card when you hit it, when you flush it so well. Right. Like, when you're one of, like, the <coughs> 15 to 20 best, you know, tee to green players in the world, 
once you make it up on tour, you're just going to ball strike your way to a card every year. And Keegan's done that. Obviously, the putter, the putter ban was the thing that will always like, I think like, you know, the putter ban might have cost Keegan from like Hall of Fame. Yeah. If the belly putter doesn't get banned, you know, does he, he as is added as it is, he's probably going he's to double digit horrendous, wins. horrendous putter. He's at five wins in a major. Yeah. Right. He's probably maybe going to double digit wins. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe that's over overzealous, but it feels like I can't wait for some data boys to come at that take, but Whatever. like, honestly, you know, the other one would be web. Like what would, would web have won more? Sure. Granted, he became a good putter. I don't think maybe his distance. The thing is, Keegan had the the distance to to get it done. Webb got Uh, a lot out of his career. Has gotten a lot out of his career. I got to ask you a question. What? Do you think the pressure of getting to number one in the world was what held Ricky back yesterday? Was that in play? FedEx Cup number one, if he won? (laughs) Allegedly, according to Eddie, the guy that put together our... uh, her, her oh, he's never been time. there. He's never he's been. He's never one? been there. Oh. Never been one. All the distinctions, everything. I figured he'd be one after he won the players, just by like virtue of that, those bonus points and things like that. But okay, he would have been one if he had if he had gotten to one. He would have been one achievement closer to catching the Prince of Pontevedra. Uh, this event doesn't do a lot for me. I think it's good that they go. Um, they have a pretty, I thought a pretty strong field this week. Um, they've got a, you know, had a stronger field maybe in the past, thanks to Tiger, but, uh, or more interesting, I suppose. This was, a, uh, it's just hard to get up for it, right? I think if you're like really into something and you, you know, you want to stay up at 11, like I watched it pretty late last night. I watched till two in the morning Eastern and then I bailed it like when they're on the 15th hole and it was like a one shot spread. And I was like, like you said, I, I just can't. You know, this isn't Sabo playing for gold medal. This is just a little Zozo. I can't stay up for this. So I went to bed. And uh, it, it's okay. I mean, it seemed to mean a lot to Keegan Bradley. He's like, I played with Tiger in this event. It does seem to be gaining a l- little bit of history. <laughs> Not with everybody. You see Grumpy Grio? Grumpy Grio going on the record, living up to his name, his nickname here. Just there was just got <laughs> aggregated. He goes, this is a course. He shot like 64 on Sunday. He's like, is this a course that plays well? Kind of tree-lined. He goes, not really. I don't like it, to be honest. This is Grumpy Grio. It's a tournament. He was 65-64 on the weekend. It's a tournament you have to play. It's a lot of points and not so many players. So, obviously, I feel like I want to keep playing it here. I don't know if that's going to be the case, but it's been a good week. So, Grumpy Grio just has to hate on everything. But it, it seems to be having some year-over-year traction. Keegan seemed to be... Really happy with himself for winning this specific event. He loves this course, has some personal history with it and playing with Tiger when he won. Go ahead. What are you going to um, My question would be, do you think that this event has more of a feel to it if they're playing the CJ Cup next week in South Korea? Yeah. yeah. Do you think then this event makes a little bit more sense? Of course. So we're taking Tokyo to... What's the nearest airport to Congaree? Uh... Columbia, Columbia, maybe. maybe. Yeah, I mean they they got a bunch I mean, of probably PJ, private airfare. Yeah, 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 there's some PJ field nearby, but yeah, I mean, it. it why is the CJ Cup not at Jeju Island or somewhere in Korea? Is it COVID again? I don't know. I guess that's what I would assume, but 
I don't know. I figure we were past that at this point, but uh, it was a fine event. Where, where, so where do you have Keegan right now? Is he ahead of Ricky as in his all-time career? I mean, one's got a players, one's got a PGA. They oh, both yeah, have... without a doubt. That's what I, I mean. Uh, you got to look at on the course, off the course. So, I mean, Keegan's got a Keegan's. Here's the thing: like, you look at Keegan's wins; they're incredible. He's yes. got a WGC. WGC. He's so he's got the major. He's got the PGA. Yep. He's got a WGC. And he's got a playoff event. Those BMW are three of five wins, right? Yeah, Aronomy. yeah, yeah. Beat Tiger. Yeah, right. So right. three of his five wins are like really legit events. He beat Rose in a playoff in that one, right? When Rose yeah. won the FedEx Cup mm-hmm. and was like cooking that time. So, uh, yeah, he's he's won some big boy big boy events. And in addition to that, Nelson, I think that was his first one way, way, way back when. Uh, now, one. like. Who's ten year? Here's the thing, right? How do you how do you want to judge these two players? Would be the question, because I would say if you put together like their best five year period or their best ten year period, it's not close. Ricky's better. Okay, but because of Keegan's kind of ability to stay relevant and pop in, I think like at, when you look at just the wins, his is more impressive. When you look in, in at the end of the day, I think that's what people kind of generally point to. But Ricky's got a better majors record having not won one, but like just the consistency for a few years. I mean, like Ricky's five year best five years versus Keegan's best five five years, it's not even close. Ricky's better. Okay. Ricky's Ricky reached a level of golf the Keegan. So like it's a it's a question of like what how and this is where I always struggle with golfers, right? Is how do you how do you rate them? And this is the tricky thing. Is it based off of their like career in total? Is it based off of the tournaments they won? Is it based off of their their five best years? So if I personally probably would rather go with like what what did you do your five best years? If you your five best year span, right? Not like I you can't take twenty twenty. 2015 2012 yeah, like you can't yep. so it's like was the at, at the peak of your powers who were you and i i think then you take ricky i mean ricky's wins aren't like chump change either you know he's got a, a wells fargo players a Deutsche bank which is a playoff honda when it was the field was not bad and and the phoenix open which always has a strong field so it's not like I don't know. He's picking off like a, a, a 3M open here or there. And, and we're not like necessarily always prone to propping up Ricky, but, but it's, it's like a real resume. His wins aren't chump change compared to Bradley's. He wanted some really good places. Other thing with Keegan, this is just a eye test thing. Uh Oh, uh Oh, the eye test. Usually people don't like the, the, usually this is not a positive for Keegan. That's what I figured. His wins, three of them were in playoffs. Two of them were by one shot. Yeah. Never really just said, wow. There's never been a Keegan Bradley performance where you just go, wow. wow. Keegan really had it this week. He's not a good Keegan was playing. For that Keegan happen. was playing a course that somebody that we weren't. And I think that's kind of important. 
Do you know how high in the world he's gotten? Like, I wonder what, like, his peak. Highest, a tenth. He got the tenth, it looks like, which feels yeah. about right. Something like that. So, uh, congrats to him. It, he was very emotional at the end. So, so was Brooks of winning a Jetta, which we'll get to him in a minute. But um, just wait. Just wait. You're going to have to just wait in this podcast for Jetta. How about, how about Keegan getting in the pancake zone? You have. You should subscribe to the Fried Egg newsletter. Uh, I thought we had some great writing from Garrett Morrison on Friday about the OWGR. Like, what are the actual criteria? What is actually useful? What is not? With input from other smart minds in, in the golf world, or Twitter sphere, or whatever they call it. Um, really good article there, or good segment. You have something coming out on the Pancake Zone in Monday's newsletter. You can subscribe to it at the, the Five Friday. Win Club. Doc. For those that I'm having to, you know, explain yourself Carl, too many. Yeah, the Carl Pedersen Zone. We call it the Swedish Pancake Zone. Five Win Club. This is what, and, and you know, really, it started. This whole thing started because Ricky's been in the pancake zone for a long time. It's five wins and no more, right? As soon as you sit yeah, at five, five PGA like, Tour wins, Big Carl, that's fine. Okay, all right. This the pancake zone has illustrious names in it, you know, uh, and and I I decided to go through all the people in the pancake zone at rank, you know, active and non-active players, the top ten. In the pancake zone, so you know the this. I mean, this are ranking, you really? What are you? You're in your mid thirties. You're ranking. Who are some of these players that you're just you're you're assessing their career? So I'll give I'll give you one. I, I included Bob Toski. <laughs> you remember watching because, Bob Toski grow up? Because I uh, I said where would where would the golf world be without his his instructional videos in the nineties? So. <laughs> Bob Toski is in this top ten. The Mighty Mouse, it's, I think they called him. It's highly right. subjective. I was I was really bummed. I couldn't find a spot for a few players that I wanted to get in there. I wanted to get Maltby in. Couldn't find a spot for him. Well, if you, br- you know? double in the broadcasting career, maybe he get that that you know amplifies his resume, pushes him up up the state up the rankings. But yeah, subscribe, read it. I'll, I'll promote it on social media tomorrow. It there was a fun. I've been writing too much serious stuff lately. It was just fun to kick back and. Well, I don't. A, I don't sell yourself short. I think this is a serious analysis of the pancake zone, <laughs> the stack. Where are you stacking the pancakes in there? Um, I mean, the problem is like Carl Pedersen had to be in it. He had to be in the rankings. <laughs> of course, it's the namesake for God's sakes. I, I, you know, there's two illustrious Swedish golfers in the pancake zone, Pedersen. And do you know who the other one is? I'm going to guess um, Robert Carlson. Is it Jesper? Jesper. Okay. I think Stenson's in the six win club, which okay. we got to figure out a name for that because Sabo's in that one. Oh. All Peter, right. we'll Peter Thompson's in there. Oh, and God. I think it's almost all major championships. Right. 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 <laughs> right. <laughs> Again, this is just PGA Tour wins, right? So it gets people worked <laughs> up. About, uh, you see everybody worked up about Michael Campbell being c- compared to Ricky as Michael Campbell, just a one, one-time one winner. There was some Golf Digest did a graphic. It's like, would you rather have one major win and like 
they're portraying it as nothing else. Well, Campbell's got like all these Euroans, people in Australia, uh, the oceanic <laughs> area. European tour fans went to town on Golf Digest. Would you rather be Michael Campbell with one win and it's a major or Ricky Fowler with five? People went nuts because they're discrediting Campbell. It was, it was, had a great, great career, just not PGA Tour wins. So, you, um, can, I, can I use this opportunity to segue? Yeah. So this is a professional. Speaking of comparisons, I was at the airport this morning watching watching Jetta, and uh, the broadcast made this comparison like four hey, times. They kept pulling up this to be damn cl- graphic. To be clear, it was on like your own personal device. They didn't have one at the yeah. bar at the airport no, or no. on the airport on my terminal TVs. Okay, just wanted to make sure. I was like, whoa, all right, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> they kept pulling up this absurd graphic that was comparing oh, I saw Peter this. Uline to Brooks Kepka. I saw that. Why <laughs> are they I, doing I just that? Kept thinking, what are you doing? You're, you guys are so idiotic. You're comparing. You're making your tour look like complete shit by putting Peter Uline's resume up there. Up yeah, there. yes. I kept. They put. Well, that they, was a they point. They would clarify it. They'd clarify his wins were Web.com tour Corn wins. Ferry. Yes, yes, I heard it. I saw it because I had already I was already sharpening my lives for a Uline segment today. Like I, when he was competing to say, like, look, this is your classic 4A guy, if that. Right. And now 4A guys can win on the PGA Tour. Right. We see him every now they pick off. Listen, a, I, a, I'm, a I'm hearing rumors from, like from our one of our data analysts, uh, Joe LaMagna, that we got to watch out for Jaeger. He's speed training. And he might, you know, might have enough pop at the bat now. Who's Jaeger? Steven oh, Jaeger. Oh, Steven Jaeger. Oh, okay. the classic uh, 4A yeah. guy. Oh, well, I mean, he's, a, yeah. He's, he's saying, watch out for Steven Jaeger. Okay. He, might, he might have gap power now. He could get the ball out of the infield okay. now. That plays. <laughs> he's hitting gappers. Plays in October. My guardians never hit it. That's all they do is play a little ball, small ball. Um, Five singles to win a game. It's on they have 15 effing hits. And they were like <laughs> nine of 16 with runners in scoring <laughs> position. Score only six runs. It's unbelievable. And the Yankees just hit it over the wall every time. It's just, it's like, and they're like, wonder how they lose. Uh, anyways, but um, yeah, it was, I was, so I was sharpening the knives. I was like, this is like, this isn't a good look for Liv that a classic 4A guy is all of a sudden like, Going out and winning. Yes. Yes. Doing well. Like, I'm sorry, Peter Uline couldn't stick on the PGA he Tour won. at the 125. He's got three career wins. One was the Madeira Islands Open. It's just like uh, barely an event. One of those like Mickey Mouse Euro Tour events, even back in whenever he won it, 2013. Like it was not, it's not a strong event. And then he won two Corn Ferry Tour events. And this is not, you know, obviously a legendary amateur career. Uh, like really strong yeah, amateur, not I mean, legendary. legendary, strong amateur. Sorry, sorry. Amateur career <laughs> got, that sort of got to wor- it got to number one in the world, but yeah. he was hardly a legend. Yes, yeah, sorry, it, but but it it's sort we're not of talking. We're not talking Ryan Moore here. It oversold what was to come. Maybe like there was a lot of hype, of, and, and he's a four A guy. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to bury him, but he's a four A player. Corn Ferry maybe tour. He just, maybe he just needed the tour. guaranteed money. Maybe the, maybe the kid. You know, he just needed some guaranteed money to get his juices really going, Brendan. He's played in one Masters, and that was 2011. I assume that was a, off an amateur uh, deal. So it's not like he's been crushing it. And all of a sudden, 
not all of us, but he's doing really well on live. I, I think that speaks a little bit to not having a full 72 all examination, not having, not having to qualify. Guys, yeah. Not, not having, having to, to qualify. qualify. Having to be- in, in no, in no way. This is the thing. In no freaking way. <laughs> if you were saying, I'm going to disrupt the PGA tour, I'm going to get, you know, the only reason that Peter Uline got picked to live was because of his father. It's a name that's kind of been known, a pretty high-profile prote- name, obviously. It protected the Titleist sponsorship money. And also, he seems like a pretty... Dis- he was very disgruntled. A, yeah, he seemed ripe to want to go. Anyways, long way off of saying the live was just making the argument for me. But this graphic you're talking about, displaying... They displayed it thin- three times. They kept printing it. Well, they had made it, so they got to keep using it, I guess. That's but my favorite thing about live broadcasts is that they make stuff uh, and then they use it. They just beat it into the ground. Well, there's no commercial break, so they got to give their guys, you know, the five seconds to take a leak and things like that. <laughs> a so they replay the program this. was texting me like, where did Arlo go for 20 minutes? Like, oh, he probably had to go to the can, you know? No I want... I want whatever drugs came with Jerry Foltz's contract, whatever he's on. Because at one point, <laughs> I looked up. That was a, they got him the good stuff. I heard he goes the Niblicks are playing with a vengeance lately. Yes. You know, they they spent the, the, with a vengeance. The fin- first of all, they finished eleven out of twelve this week. They finished eleven out of the twelve teams because they're just trying to hype up this sort of bracket they got going for Miami. They spent half the broadcast trying to figure out how to hype up Miami and all the game within the game of seeding for Miami and things like that. But he said Niblix playing with the vengeance lately. That was my favorite moment of the Oh, there was also a little cheeky reference to Sounds like Valderrama. Did you hear that part when they're yeah. talking about Valderrama is going to be on the schedule? Uh, they were making, oh, we'll see that next year. We'll see it next Because I had heard, I forgot to bring this up last it's week. Perfect. Perfect that they got Valderrama. I heard Gonzalo Fernandez Castano was trying to get a little cut, a little finder's fee. Euro Tour guy going behind the back of the Euro Tour, trying to get Liv into Valderrama, Valderrama into Liv and take a little cut, a little finder's fee off the top of it. Was what was what I had heard last <laughs> week from someone across the pond. The hyphen. The old hyphen talk about four A guys, although he, he got pretty higher higher up in the world rankings. But um, sounds was like he they're a manipulator, going to though. Was it was it all yeah. because of the the points dilemma? My one other last pick bone to pick with the Jetta, not bone, but uh, observation of the live broadcast. They love love doing the social interruptions. Look who's watching oh. from where. Here's my ah. and I think. I'm not. I would never tell us to disrupt or sort of hack it. This could be an opportunity for a fan vote Friday situation for all the fun live <laughs> golf fans out there, shotgunners, just enthusiasts. Maybe <laughs> next broadcast we start. You know, because I think this is just red meat. As soon as you tweet at them <laughs> with a picture of your setup, you're making that broadcast. So I don't know if you, we want to have a little fun with that next time around. I'm not be respectful. Be honest, but maybe that's the way you get in there. Maybe we can have a little shotgun start fun with the like we did with Fan Vote Friday. Be an equal opportunity disruptor, uh, and and have the people's voice be heard on the broadcast. If you want to show your setup at Live Golf, watching from Valderrama, watching from wherever, they just do that nonstop. Are people interested in that? 
Here's a picture no. of someone's a grainy, shitty picture it's all of dogs. someone's TV. It's all it's dogs. Yeah. It's always dogs. Oh, this 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 person has a TV. Now this person has a TV, and they're watching. It's just it's just Philly there. All right. Anything else on uh, the broadcast? No. Uh, I you know here's the thing. I it it just sucks watching Brooks duel with like Peter Uline. <laughs> These guys shouldn't be in the same tournament. That's the thing. They shouldn't even be in the same place ever. And here they are every week. And Peter Uline is like one of the best players on live. What a joke. He's playing really well there for about three or four weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 it's indicting uh, live, right? I mean, it's kind of, in, it's not a good look for live that, that Uline is just rocketing up there. How about how they have all these bonuses, but no gra- They made that graphic of of Brooks and and uh, and Peter Uline, but they have no 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 like standings for the player of the year race. You know, points. Oh. They're talking about all this money. They, yeah, none of it makes. Yeah, it's all just week to week making it up on the fly. Do you make of anything of Kepka for this win? Do you make anything that that 18th hole sucks? I'm sorry, as a playoff, that was terrible. Everybody just hit it right, hit it right, hit it right. You got whatever you got, 220 to 240 somewhere in there. And you know, I know some guys found some interesting lies and stuff. Everybody would just hit it right and then get up and down for birdie. Um, he's very he was emotional after. Although I would say it was like basically the exact same speech. We got after he won his last Phoenix Open, which was a February of last year, 2021, where he was like, right, I'm in some, I was in some dark places. I didn't know if I was going to play again. So it wasn't, I thought the live broadcast tried to spin that as like, this was some sort of momentous validation when quite honestly, it was the exact same speech almost to, to the note that, that he gave after he won on the PGA Tour, like at the dark times. And he was, he was emotional and Jetta for, for sure. Um, I just, I don't really know. It's similar to Eugenio Chikara, like if on a different plane, right? They're in different classes in their career, but I don't know what to assign it to Brooks. Is he off the schneid? Is he now a top 10 player in the world again when he hasn't been? He wasn't very impressive in the last round. Like the whole round. You kind of were like, well, when are you going to dispatch of Peter Uli? What's his teammate? Yeah, he wasn't. He didn't play well, and the whole thing is just—I don't know. I I don't know if the emotion was sort of like I can't believe I'm here still. Like this is what I'm celebrating. I'm sure he was happy. He won. Won a lot of money. It's just like this anodyne, unnatural, weird scene. Like they had the the aerial whatever drone going, and it's just I mean it's a desert oh, that doesn't they there should shouldn't, not they shouldn't, shouldn't have, have grass any, there. There shouldn't have been any aerial coverage. And whatsoever. they got this like what's on the other side of that wall? Like oh it's just a wasteland and maybe some other stuff going. I don't like it's just a weird scene. And I saw even the most die hard live folks kind of openly admitting that like no one was there no one seemed to care um 
they're like their argument. Uh, I think it was like Barry Henson was like, well, they're trying to, they're working on it. They're growing. The, nobody's there, but they're growing. It's getting more interest. Like, I don't even, that's not like the point of what they're doing. They're not trying to make golf popular in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> like they're like, that's not going to happen. That's not become a big golf. They may want other people to come there and play golf. They may want to become a golf destination, but like golf's never going to become, it's not going to be like Hilton head where there's just like everybody there is a golf nut. Um, and I just don't think this tournament's ever going to like draw like that. Obviously it's not going to, it's not going to get crowds. So in terms of Brooks, it's just, it's just a weird scene. I don't know how to assign it a lot of what weight to assign it. Like last week, he's beating Peter Uline with sort of sketchy play, but congrats to him on his, his big cash payout. So uh, he's also talking about how pissed off and how much it sucks that he's found his game, but like there's nothing left to play for really outside of like Miami. It's like the worst time of the year to do it, which makes you wonder. I, I mean, I don't know. He found his game at the right times in, a, in those years, 2017 through 2019. Right. Here, he here's a question, a, ba- a question. This is nothing to do with live. Um, do you think? Do you foresee golf ever not being a twelve-month-a-year sport? Um, I don't think so. Just because people are going to try to squeeze every last dollar out of somewhere, some global other market that's you know now is the time we go to Asia. Now we're going to go to Australia. Now we're going to go to the Middle East. So, with that answer in mind, because I, I I would generally agree with that. How dumb is it that we have like four months of majors when well, it's over? Yeah, I mean, to, to, to Brooks's this. commentary, right? Like, should we, if it doesn't seem like golf's ever going to get away from being a 12 month a year sport. And as much as the top players want, say they want it not to be a 12 month a year sport, they graciously turn and play golf for lots of money. You know, they, they, in a way, yeah, they, they don't say no. Yeah. Look at the field for tiger's hero. There's still, you know, that, that field's always going to have the best players in the world. Right. You know, cause they play for a lot of money. Um, so my question would be like with Brooks's comments in mind, are the majors being so jammed together and not spread out over an entire year, knowing that the full, well, that the golf, Year is a full year. Feels like you're trying to take another shot at Mark O'Meara for like how he. Got I'm not hot. At the I'm not. Quick, no. I'm not. Okay. But like the, the thing is, is like it's actually not like a great representation of because people get hot at different times. And when golf, yeah. when golf was like a more, you know, January through September activity uh, at the professional level. This schedule makes sense, more sense now that it it is a you know January to January every year January through December. I think it like I don't even with this whole summit with the Rory and Tiger summit, those twenty events are going to be spread out through the year. I don't yeah. think there's any way they're going to be able to consolidate out um, some of the events. Basically, like, January. Like, what are they going to do? What are they going to do with Zozo? Right, right. What are they going to do with the CJ Cup? 
CJ, because like they either are. have to like abandon them or not do them. And at this point, I think that you should really, I, and this is not, this is just, you, I just thought of this when, when you said Brooks's comments, um, because like, it is silly that if you're, if your game's right now, you have nothing to play for I, when it's a 12 month a year sport. I get the pain point you're, you're highlighting, but I don't, I don't, what's the solution? I mean, you're not. You're not you adding more majors, right? Obviously, we don't want to add more majors. We already are anti-players for that. You move the PGA, so you, uh, right? Here's my, here would be my, my Q1. You have one in each quarter. Okay. Q1, PGA. But it can't be the PGA. It has to, They have to rebrand. Professional golfers of, of the world. Yeah. Would world need to be called world mega yeah like the P- okay. PGA of the world okay whatever not of America but okay. then it's like you host it in in Australia you know different places you could host that time of year it's particularly the southern hemisphere because you get the long daylight mm-hmm. then you have the the Masters, the masters Q two yeah but I mean it's then Q2, you have the it's like Open. the first ten days of Q two. Well, that's fine. We're okay. gonna use two, we're gonna have two in Q two. All okay. right. All right. You have then you have the uh, the U.S. Open, and then you move back the Open to to like September first week of September. One hundred fifty six players. Do they have enough daylight for that? I don't know. Probably. There's longer. Days, I don't know. But, uh, yeah. Just a thought. Interesting. Yeah, it's interesting that that they're more then consolidated the- than ever. Just a rose bitched about this. You know, the first time they when they move the PGA to May. It's like it's then just, move the players to November. Yeah. You could do that. I mean or you just like have if you're a world top like legendary player, you sack up and play when you know you're supposed to be playing well. Like I don't know, like like NBA players you know they gotta bring it in May and June. They gotta be ready. That's when they have to play their best. Um, I just think that this would make the calendar more relevant. Yeah. I don't disagree with you. I'd never know what to do with this whole part of the year, but I, I, I understand Brooks's frustration. At least he doesn't have the equipment deal where he has to, if he finally finds it in October, he has to then just put in a new driver as soon as the Well, he's got the equipment deal over. now. He's a Shrikshan. No, I think they boy. broke that up. I think that they broke did. up. Yeah, when he left. <laughs> I think that left. So, Hey, one more thing about Brooks. We never got to him last week saying, I don't like fence guys who ride the fence about the OWGR, like either do it or not. Like, get out of here with that. He has the worst quotes about fence riders. Like, didn't you do that with Liv, like for like a couple of months and then like bail and say you were like basically going to like be a part of an inner circle that's advising Jay Monahan on, on guys who are staying and loyalists. And then all of a sudden you were gone. I don't know. He's guy straddled the fence for a while anyways, but congrats to him on his live Jetta win. It can put that in the trophy case next to the U S open. Um, I was wondering if they're putting this on these guys, Wikipedia pages. looks like they are starting to do that. So uh, I don't know if that makes them OWGR worthy or not, but all right. Elsewhere. In the world, do you have any other Jetta thoughts? I mean, I cut no. you off there. It was, it was a. You can't, I weird got no other deal. Jetta thoughts. I did watch a good amount of it on Sunday morning, but that was it. <coughs> Their graphics are really good. I would say the way they keep it moving with that that leaderboard and, and jump around the pylon. So, 
Yeah. Is that what that is? Is that what they call it officially? The pylon. Okay. Uh, elsewhere in the world of golf, Adrian Otagwe wins the vowel man. Um, all five vowels. A-E-I-O and U. Uh, all in that last name. Adrian Otagwe wins by six over Joachim Lagerin at uh, Valderrama. Smokes it. He was So he was a live guy, but not a contract guy. Is that what it was? Got an invite so. to some of them, and then uh, but didn't sign the contract. I wonder what's know. his standing. Can he play in the Ryder Cup? There was great, right? I think he's still eligible, right? I think he's okay. I think he's still there. Was great, like conspiracy theorists. Lee Westy said the Euro Tour was trying to bury him, not celebrate him, like <laughs> because he had played and lived. Like, why don't you call him by his name? Like every tweet had to have like his name in the in the te- text as opposed to the link and stuff like that. I, I I couldn't tell you. It didn't seem like they were trying to purposely, or nor could they if they wanted to, just not talk about the guy who won the event. Wesley so, is putting on the tinfoil um, hat. He is. He's getting into I saw he was having a back and forth with Eamon Lynch the, the other week. Just a lot going on with Wesley on Twitter. Um, so he wins at Valderrama. Uh, future site of live, maybe it sounds like. Uh, on the women's side of things, we had Lexi Thompson wins the Ramco Team Series, which is uh, technically a let event. I saw a headline somewhere that Lexi Thompson ends three year drought with win on the. I just don't think that counts. I don't think it. I don't. I know they get some great fields there. People people get on us or ask us why don't you talk about a Ramco like the way you do live like. I don't even know what it is. I don't think it's on TV. I don't think it's broadcast. Is it even streamed? I know they. I know they pay a lot of money. All the top women dabble with it, or or at least fully subscribe to all of them. Nelly plays. Lexi won. Lydia Coe's played. I think. Like, uh, does anyone care? Does anyone even know what it is? No one's like they. They email us like press releases every ten seconds. They play them like in New York. They play them in the states, like close by to a lot of mark. I just. I don't think anyone cares or know what it knows what it is and i think it's penetrated zero um like beyond like the normal lpga schedule so that's that's my i just if it's like a sports washing attempt yeah of course like the women should be condemned just as much as the men if if they're taking that money lexi of course was very quick to um be grateful and praise the Saudis and for getting involved. Of course, her agent is also Bryson's agent. And that agency is GSE, which has done really well with Liv. Um, so I just, I don't have a strong reaction to the Aramco because I, it doesn't seem to have any penetration into the larger golf world at all. Any kind of effect. Uh, yeah. I mean, the, the, I think when, whenever Liv, if they do, when they do, it sounds like they are going to launch a women's golf league. I think they're all going. Yeah, that could happen. Yes. All, all of them are. Going. I mean, there's just not the, they can't hold the line like they, the, the PGA tour could, nor do they have the sort of infrastructure and, and reserves to do so. So, um, that's your Ramco. Anything else from this episode? Those are your results from the weekend. We're we're not waiting until the end of the SAS. Is that going on right now? Who's winning? I don't know. Saw saw Elker on the on no. the TV. He was he was on the TV. 
know how to explain. No, come on. Oh, Fred Let's Couples. See. Looks like Fred Couples. Oh, yeah. He's, he's trying to end a five-year drought. He's up six, so he's going to end it. He won. He did win. Fred Couples has won. The beat SAS the, championship. Breaking Boy. news. Beat Alker by six. Breaking news. Congrats to Freddie. Big year for Freddie. Shot a final round 60. Holy cow. Wow. Wow. Good stuff. All right. That does it. Um, I got some feedback on the Fields event. It sounds like we have some Wake Forest people coming. Got some Auburn people coming. Uh, you can sign up at the Fried Egg events page. Uh, I'll be there. Flights to Atlanta. or You know. <sighs> We got UGA Tennessee that Saturday. I think CBS is going to claim that one now. Just a hunch. I was hoping they wouldn't and it would drop to ESPN at night, but it seems like CBS is probably going to claim that one and we may not be able to get to Athens for it. But we'll see. If, if, if you're, I mean, participants may be able to get out of there, get to the fields and get up to Athens for UGA Tennessee. But uh, yeah, B Draddy will be there. They'll be giving out stuff, we got, we college got stuff. Illinois, Michigan State. No Illinois one has to go be- back to Illinois football. Top ten, maybe by then. No, no, they won't. They got, they get, they got. They play they, they nobody. Got, uh, Nebraska. They got a buy, and then they got Nebraska. That's unbelievable. <laughs> what? what? What could be happening here? You have, you play Michigan, huh? <laughs> play Michigan. They're still. I. You know. I asked the same question. Brendan, if the if the Illini somehow run the table, are they in the CFP? No, nope. no, no. They're gonna put a no. I I don't know. I mean, I guess they have. If to. they beat they Michigan and be. Ohio State, yeah, they have to be. Yeah, they, have they got to be. the number one defense in the in the country. It's not gonna happen. But um, anyways, come to the Fields event, sign up. We're uh, running, getting lower on spots, but we we'll got down there. We got we Bama, got, Bama, LSU too. That week, that week, I know, I know. That'll probably be a night game now. I bet CBS takes Georgia Tech. Wake Forest is playing NC State. That'll be a good matchup. It's a great matchup. We do have some Wake guys coming. So that's why they yeah. were asking for Dratty stuff. All right. Uh, we'll see you down there. Everyone K-State, at- Texas. That's a good game. Pretty good game. Yeah. Everyone enjoy. Oh, we'll have Clemson, big screens up. We'll Clemson, be watching all this. Uh, Clemson, Notre Dame. See if the if the Irish will lose another one. How about that? Stinks, Losing huh? to Stanford. Stanford and Marshall, I guess, have no FBS wins, I think I saw, outside of Notre Dame. So, not good. Not good. You got tears for South Bend. Um, anyways, everybody enjoy are you, your... Are you crying for South Bend? I have no comment on South Bend. It's, they have great social media off-season content. They won the off-season with some of their hype videos and all that stuff. Doing well, but yeah. So, um, all right, everyone enjoy your Mondays. Good luck to to the Guardians tonight. Respect the Yankees. Great franchise. Great. Are fans. you going to watch the Guardians? I struggle. I struggle with watching. I get nervous. I don't like. I like to turn away. Quite honestly, I like to walk around, pace around the room, to do some laps. Not watch. If 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 they do well when I'm not watching, then I'll just like just find chores to do and do other stuff um, because of superstition and my own mental issues uh but yeah we'll see maybe i'll watch i I get anxious watching playoff baseball good luck to them good luck to the yankees too i don't want to yankees respect Uh, i'm not trying to stir up uh stir up the bulletin board they were they were they were crushing the ball last night all right good everyone enjoy your mondays we'll be back with you on wednesday what is it this week cj cup 
CJ Plaque. CJ Plaque. CJ Plaque in uh, at Congaree. And start getting your setups ready for uh, how you watch Live Golf. See if you can get in there. We'll, we'll be. We'll keep our eye open. Taking it all in for Arlo. All right. Talk to you guys Wednesday.